Welcome to RSN's Race Day. Ready? Gates crash back in racing. For the first hour, it's the first word. Here's Gareth Hall. Yes, so this is RSN's Race Day on this Saturday, the 30th of July. Good morning to you listening on your local RSN 927 dial throughout Victoria. And hello to you wherever you may be listening on the RSN 927 app. Our sister channels right across the country and also on our website at rsn.net.au. We're racing at Mooney Valley today. Really looking forward to that. The feature race, of course, is the Travis Harrison Cup. As we remember once again Travis Harrison, who we tragically lost back in 1996 when he was just 18, when he fell asleep at the wheel when driving home from one of his fellow riders at birthday celebrations. So we remember Travis today with a feature event at the Valley, and it is the final meeting of the Metropolitan season as we head to Mooney Valley for the first time for a long time. So looking forward to catching up with Marnie Sinan for a track update. Also racing at Rose Hill Gardens, that winter challenge, which was set down to be conducted last week at Randwick, has been Transferred to Rose Hill today and Morverville, I think it's hosting the best race around the country this afternoon, the Lightning Stakes. No two-year-olds this time around, but some pretty handy three-year-olds stepping out there in Adelaide and, of course, racing in Brisbane at Eagle Farm and Belmont in WA. There's only the one meeting in Victoria this afternoon. Of course, that is at Mooney Valley. They're racing at Bendigo tonight in the trots. That's a really good program and we are back at the Meadows as well. So, this is the only way to start your punting day. It's RSN Saturday Race Day. RSN's Race Day and the first word with Gareth Hall. Time to head out to Mooney Valley and catch up with Marty Sidon. It feels like it's been forever since we caught up with you last time, Marty. How have you been? I've been well, Gareth, yeah. and it's good to be back. The other boys have been whinging about carrying the last couple of months, so I thought I'd get back in and help them out, mate. How is the track, mate? Has it had a good break? Yeah, it has. It's in great order. We're really pleased with the Renault. Um, as usual with every track in Melbourne, we have a bit of power in them, which we're always trying to control and manage. But um, other than that, I'm very happy with the way it is and starting off on a soft six for our first meeting back. Soft six. How much rain have you had during the week? Uh, we've only had nine and a half, but most of that come last Saturday. So we just had those real annoying showers, like every day, a couple of mil here, a couple of mil there. And we've also got a pretty heavy frost this morning, so naturally we've got to wait for that to melt, and that always leaves that little like dew on the top of the grass. So I think we'll start off on the six. Hopefully the wind picks up. Um, track will dry out a bit. We may even get to a five, but I reckon I'll race close to that six all day. Okay, and the rail's out three metres. Yeah, well, about three metres. Um, it is our last meeting of our, our this current racing season, so we always like to be in the true for our first meeting back in August. So, And we're just giving that inside a little bit more time. Another 20 days will do that the world of good when we get there for that August meeting. Yeah, and what about the weather today? Beautiful. No okay. rain, 14 degrees, sunny Melbourne, lovely Melbourne weather. <laughs> and the wind, no wind to report? No, nah, there's a bit well. of wind. They're talking about up to 30 k's from the north, so that'll okay. be behind them down the straight. So we might get some times run today, but like I said, on that soft track, and uh, horses just starting to get ready for their spring preparation and all that. So it should be a good day's racing. All right, then. And do you think that the track will play pretty fair or will they be getting off the fence as we get into that meeting today? Uh, to be honest, I think the rail's the place to be. Um, yeah. When you walk it, it feels that little bit firmer on the inside. We do When we do all our spraying and all that, the tractor mark, tire marks are on that inside, you know, one, two and three lane. So I expect that, that not to chop out as much. So they may stay on the rail for most of the day, but... 
they do get into it, I think they'll just start to slowly get off the rails as they progress. All right, mate. It's been a while. You've had enough time to do the form as well. Do you like anything? Yeah, I'm going to tip Bistro in race three. I've just been up to a Duca with the Country Track Managers Conference for the last couple of days, and the boys reckon they had a nice little gallop around Werribee the other day. So okay. if Bistro can get up in race three, I'll be nice and happy. Liam's been going all right. I think he's picked the last two, and I think Tim had a winner last yep. week. So I've got to get on the board, mate. No pressure. And how was that um, conference, mate? How's everybody going? Yeah, everyone's well. It's the first time we've actually caught up about two years. We were supposed yep. to go to Bansdale last year, and that got cancelled. So oh, it was good. And the, the CEOs and the... Track managers go together, so they all catch up, and it's really well run, and it's a great chance for everyone to network and get to meet each other and that sort of stuff. So they're worth going to, and it helps those country guys out, especially if us city guys being up there to give them some help. And just the last one, with those winds getting to 30Ks northerly, um, does that affect if you're in front heading down to the back or you're looking for some cover at some stage? Um, down the back, it's in your face, but up the side, you know, you're pretty, it's going across your shoulder, so, across your right shoulder, so it doesn't really, I think, and then there's all those trees down the side too, so it does give a bit of cover around that home turn, and also, even legends there, you know, you can walk along the track and have a wind on the side, when you hit that legend, there's kind of no wind because of the higher buildings and that, so you do get a little bit of protection up the side there, but it's more on your back going down the straight. Well, it's great to be back at the Valley, great to catch up with you, Marty, and good luck today, mate. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Let's head to Morpherville because they've got that really good meeting there, including the, the feature event, the listed lightning stakes, and the assistant track manager, Justin Groves, joins us. Hello to you, Justin. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. What are we expecting in Adelaide? Uh, good good track today. So we're a soft five, um, which is pretty good for this time of the year. So I've had some frost, um, which has affected um, the growing conditions here. But um, all in all, it's a pretty good tra- uh, track on the main one today. Okay. Where's the rail? Uh, we're 10 metres out up until the 1,200 and then 7 metres remaining. So we just pushed it out a couple of metres from the last meet we had in the main. Okay, and what about the rail today? Uh, the rail is yep. uh, at 10 metres. Okay, sorry, you just said yep. that. I apologise. Yes, yes. <laughs> what about the wind conditions? Uh, light winds today, so yep. we're actually having a, should be a good day today. A little bit cloudy later on, but um, Mother Nature is a little bit fickle at times, so you never know. Beautiful, Justin. Rails out 10 metres. I've got that soft five and looking forward to that cart. Good luck, mate. No worries. Thanks so much. All right, then. Great to catch up with Justin Crows because that is a really good meeting in Adelaide today. Patrick Payne, we all know he's on fire and he's been good enough to join us on a busy Saturday morning to go through his runners there at Mooney Valley. And also um, he's got gate crash engaged at Morphinville. Good morning to you, Pat. Thanks for your time, mate. No worries, guys. Um, first of all, Diagula, he looks hard to beat in this opening race at Mooney Valley. And you've also got the consistent Mr. Pickwick. He will probably take Mr. Pickwick out. There's another race for him next uh, week at Flemington. Okay. But, but, but Diagula, he's, um, he's, he's in great form. Uh, he went forward into the headwind last time. So that might have been a telling factor late in this race. So he'll just be ridden a little bit a little bit quieter today. Yeah, probably be, there's only going to be four runners, I'd say. So he'll probably be like one back, one out. Um, and he's at centre foot that he's got. Yep, um, he does look tough, tough to beat in that uh, first race. What can you tell us about the Guava who goes around in race number two and he's in red-hot form at the moment? This is a little bit tougher, but he's in winning form. Yeah, I really like a horse. He shows us a fair bit at home. I know he's won his last couple, but it hasn't been that impressive. Um, but I think if he gets the right scenario today, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he measures up because I, I think he's a little bit better than his form reads. Okay, and the 9.55, is he, what, what does Billy do from that, that gate? It's going, to, it's going to be a little bit awkward, like drawn barrier 10. Um, yeah, that's, it all depends on the, on the pace, really. So I think he'll be following the speed. 
you wouldn't want to give away an unnecessary head start. But we were at Mini Valley on, on Tuesday morning, and yeah. the track was magnificent, really clean all the way across. But it was quite soft for there, so it will be interesting to see it races today. But I don't think it's going to race that quick. All right, then. Um, yeah, we just had a chat to Marty. He says it's a soft six at the moment, maybe a soft five, but expects it to stay at that range. What about in the staying three-year-old race, race number four? We'll start off with Rock Up. Um, what did you make of his performance at Flemington, and how's he trained on? Uh, he's a little bit disappointing at Flemington. He's had a beautiful run. He just obviously didn't stay. Uh, we've had a little bit to do with Although they look like the stars, but they don't really get much past 2,000 metres, so they're obviously rewarding back to 2,000 metres this time. Um, and so... You know, I would like to think he'll, he'll bounce back to form. All right, Dan. And how good's Matthew in the same race? Uh, I should know, but I don't know. He's <laughs> um, a bit of an unassuming horse. He doesn't sort of show us that much at home. Um, um, but, he, he, you know, he's, gonna, he's a Tavistock horse. He should keep improving the time. So it'll be just interesting to see what level he gets to. Yeah, did he surprise you how well he did it? I know he probably didn't beat um, that much, but, geez, he was impressive at Ballarat. He, he looked impressive to the eye. Uh, yeah. I'm not a form student. I don't know how the race rated, but yeah, I think I think we have to be very careful what he beat that day. Yeah, who's a better chance in your eyes out of those two? Uh, rock, rock up something going in his experienced horse, um, and Matthew's just sort of he, he could he could, might end up a better horse. I'm not sure, but but as I said, like Rock Up's had more experience than him. I know you were keen on being tempted last start at Morfordville, and uh, she goes around in race number six, but I could just picture you, Patty, in your little room there watching her, and you would have been probably a little bit um, disappointed with the speed in that race when she was uh, that far back. Yeah, it's a bit like Don't Mention the War, I think, with yeah. that one. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I think she's actually been okay within herself. Um, yeah. So I, I think she's really big odds today, but I, I think it falls up to there. I think she ran well first up in 1,400 metres. I just give her last time over. 1,800 metres, she's had a little fresh nut. She'll, she'll run really well, whether she's good enough to beat these mares at a mile, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, she's not hopeless. Yeah, Jimmy the Bear, well, we just know what we're going to get with him, don't we, in race seven? Exactly, extremely, extremely honest horse, you know, he, he jumps out, he, he can go forward, he can take a good position, and, he, and, he, and he's a really strong sort of brute of a horse, so, you know, he'll give you a great run for your money. What about Big Alino in the same race? Yeah, I think you can forgive him last time. He yeah. sort of pulled, pulled and worked up the hill, and that's not that's normally a death trap. Like you know, with a thousand metres to go, it's pulled too hard for the first thousand metres. So, um, so I'd forgive him. Uh, he probably is a two thousand metre horse, but he just as a city over race last time. So we just thought the sensible thing was to bring him back to the mile. So interesting as there goes. If they go fast, he might be strong, mate. So. Okay, so does he go forward from that gate, or you just want to try and set, teach him to settle back in trip? Uh, we'd like him. To Just a canter. Can this be his day in race eight in the Travis Harrison Cup? Oh, he's going great. Really honest horse. Um, he, he has he's sort of reached his mark. He's probably his last run here in Australia. He's going to try and sort of pick up a couple of races over there. But yeah. uh, I, uh, he's in great order. Um, if he gets the right run and he's not giving away an unnecessary head start again, but I, I think he runs fantastic. And Gatecrash finds himself in a pretty handy race there in Adelaide today in the third race. Um, what do you think of his chances? He's been a bit disappointing. Um, mate, we, he, he hasn't got the best of action, so we, we're keen to get him on soft ground, but maybe he doesn't like it too heavy. So so the track should be perfect there for him today. It's race looks achievable for him. So, But it's, it's a bit of D-Day for him, I'd say. Yeah. Do you find sometimes when they've been a little bit disappointing, like he still hasn't been that far away, gate crash, that a trip in the in the truck um, to Adelaide can just wake them up a little bit? 
I think it's a good point. Um, we, we often target some of our horses like that for Mildura, like the chip away, they go there the day before and they sort of spark up and run a little bit better than what they should. So, so as I said, like, yeah, travelling and, and that sort of thing, and, and he's a very complacent sort of horse, so I definitely don't think we'll put him in the arm. What's your best, Paddy? Oh, I think you have to go like Diaglia and the Guava and Jimmy the Bear. They're, 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 I'm not sure, I'm not saying that they're not going to thrash or anything like that, but they're pretty, pretty solid chances. All right, mate. Good luck today. He's your flying, Paddy, so um, keep up that good work. Yeah, cheers. Good luck. Thank you. Great to catch up with Patrick Payne there. Small Snowden, uh, Small Snowden uh, now joins us here on RSN Saturday Race Day. Um, hello to you, Paul. Good morning, mate. Um, Alpha One, mate. Um, down from Sydney. He's been impressive. Um, his last couple of starts. Can he do it again? Yeah, look, <clears throat> more than happy with where he's at. and I, I think he can measure up just as he's got to conquer the valley and and do everything right around there. So um, he's gone down there in good order and he's settled in great. So um, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. Do you think he's got the pace here to lead again? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, that's his asset. That's what he is. He's fast horse. So he's relaxing well, um, you know, up on speed and, and he's controlling the races and he's having a good kick off it. So uh, he'll be ridding, ridden the same way today. How's winners takes all? Um, uh, she's resuming from a bit of a break. Yeah, she just needed she needed a good time off just to let it develop and mature a bit. She's still still getting there, but what we what we've seen in the trials, we're more than happy with where she's at, and obviously um, just in search of better a bit better going than what we're getting up here. Um, just to kick her off her preparation, don't want to bust her on on these heavy tracks just first up. So um, again, she can she can butter up nice and nice and cosy off the off the good draw. Um, she's got some speed herself, so that's that's going to um, Hold her uh, very, very close to the speed, but as long as she can get somewhere, um, a crack at them at some sort of stage, she's going to run well. What about in uh, Sydney? Salisal represents your stable. Um, uh, she's only had that one run at Flemington, and she wasn't too far behind the smart giga kick. Um, your thoughts about her at Rose Hill? Yeah, she's a nice filly, um, and her run, I think, adds a bit more merit to what it what it looks like. She just got lost down the straight, but kept continuing to to build momentum to the line. So, the um, say was around the corner, but might have been a different result. But she's yeah. a she's a filly that's got a bit of talent. Um, she'll probably go to Paddy after today. I uh, just want to give her a good break, give her a chance, maybe get to the autumn. But um, she's still in very good order, and I know it's going to be might be hard. Mid draw, um, rail out four metres there today to make up ground, but I think they might go a little bit quick. Give us a chance to slot in, maybe three pairs back, give her a chance late. How's Mida Metra going around the, um, before she goes around at Rose Hill on the fourth? She's going well. She's been building towards a, a, a PB for this preparation, so I think that just the tempo, they ran along a little bit too hard for her the other day. Uh, a little bit more friendly a tempo for her is certainly going to help her chances. And uh, Forsanini goes around in that ninth race with Tommy Barry aboard as well. Um, your thoughts about her chances? Yeah, we snuck it down the call field, and she was in good order. She's prepared well. I thought she had minimal opportunity uh, late, late there, and got got sort of chopped out. Um, sort of wasn't fully tested under pressure, but since she's come back, she's come back well. Um, I believe she's going to get a lovely run again today. Um, this this was a race that was rescheduled from last week, so the benchmark has changed somewhat. Um, it is a little bit stronger, but um, I think she's off the good draw, gives herself a chance. All right, mate. Which one should we be punting today? Oh, look, I'd be happy if, if the two in Melbourne can can figure. Um, probably the best chance of those two is Alpha One. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Paul.
Thanks, Thanks, Paul. See you, mate. There's Paul Snowden there at 7.19. We'll take a quick break. And before we go for that break, let's have a listen to what Sam Friedman had to say about his very um, quick two-year-old in Prado who goes around in race two. Yeah, I think he should be running first three. He's, he's, he's got a bit of talent, and um, he seemingly handled the soft ground in, the, in his trial the other day. Um, so I'd be disappointed if he's not... If he's not finishing somewhere there in the finish, there's probably a couple of race-fit horses that might have a little bit of an advantage. But, um, you know, there's not a lot of him. He's a small, you know, much like a lot of the, mm. the sire of throne. He's a smaller type with a with a big action, but um, he doesn't take a lot to get fit, so he's forward enough to be right there. And in the Phillies two-year-old race, Bistro represents the Freedmen. She's first up this break. He's Sam once again. Yeah, look, I think just use her up early and... and, and get her to the front and, and keep running. She's fit and, and ready to go. She seems to handle all types of going, so she's very professional. She should be... She's probably our best for the day there. And in race eight, Alex Ray has a very consistent Chief Eltony going around. Well, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda won both times he's been to the Mooney Valley. Maybe not last start he ran into Mr. Brightside, but he gave him two kilos and drew the outside barrier, but that was a terrific performance, and then prior to that, his first time I took him there, a horse fell in front of him, and he uh, got into a bit of traffic, but he was terrific late. So, look, if he can just have a little bit of luck or, or just mutual luck, um, you know, he's going to be right there. At 7.20 with Gareth Hall, this is the first word to kick off RSN Saturday race day. We'll take a break. When we return, Ben Brisbane, Lindsay Smith and Peter Gallagotis will be joining me. Maui. RSN's race day and the first word with Gareth Hall. 22 minutes past seven. We're racing on a soft six as we return to Mooney Valley this afternoon. Um, perfect day here in Melbourne, top of 14, no rain. So there's a chance we might get an upgrade. Um, but that's the story so far there at Mooney Valley. Lindsay Smith joins us now to go through his two runners there at Caulfield this afternoon. Hello to you, Linz. Morning, mate. Um, Rudy, I represent your stable in race number five, up in trip with Jamie Carr aboard last start. That um, that proved a winning formula. Yeah, it sounds two ticks up in distance. Great jockey, so uh, I think he'll be better on a soft six than the heavy track, even though he handled it. I, I've always thought he'd be that about that'd be about his right condition. Uh, tricky gait, jockey, good enough to get around that. So. Yeah, looking forward to taking them in Melbourne today. You've always had a big opinion about this day, up. Yeah, well, it's the first time, uh, you know, you think being a horse trainer to get him up in this distance a long time ago, but just a few hiccups, shin soreness and a couple of other things haven't, haven't allowed me to get him up there. And, um, yeah, as soon as he got there, it was the best win he had. So uh, the further, the better, I think. Yeah, and we forget he's only had the 10 starts. Yeah, no, uh, he's uh, been well looked after and it's, uh, yeah, he's about to uh, turn six, but he can race till he's nine or ten. He's been babysat. Yeah. Um, now, too close to the sun. We know he's pretty good. He's second up, basically. He's had a bit of a break since finishing midfield at Flemington. Now, that was back on the 18th of June. Um, how is he going into the Travis Harrison Cup today? Yeah, no, he won last the other day. So uh, he he was he was sort of maybe as I said before, I went for that race because it suited him. But I think I should have gone the trials again. But um, so it, that run hurt him a bit. So I had to sort of regroup. 
and um, he'll be a lot of lot better performance today. He's not fully wound up, but uh, we've put him back together, and uh, I think he'll beat half the field home today, yes. Yeah, so he was fifth in a railway, fourth in a Kingston town before coming to Flemington. Um, how close to he? How close is he to that form, Lindsay? No, no, no. He's uh, fair way. He's just a different suburb, just at the minute. All right, then, mate. So we won't punt him today, but we should have something on Rudia. Yeah, no, he's going forward. He's uh, he's a horse of the future, I think, over them staying journeys. Anyway. All right, then. Have you got anything at Belmont this afternoon? No, no. Uh, quiet day today in Perth. So. Uh, yeah, just uh, all all hopes on uh, Rudia. All right, good luck. Cheers, mate. There's Lindsay Smith joining us there. So Rudia looks tough to beat race five over the 2,500 metres with, of course, Jamie Carr taking the ride. And he's the solid favourite in uh, that event as well. Here for a good time goes around in race number five over the staying trip. And this horse is flying at the moment. And Peter Galagotis joins us. And the Galagotis camp is going great guns as well. Hello to you, Pete. Gareth, good morning. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Can your daughter of Tavistock, can she make it three on the trot? Look, she's, um, you can't fault her form. Um, she, especially out to these trips now, she's starting to, to find a good rhythm. Um, and, and fortunately enough, we've had um, some, some nice luck because um, I think she's been sort of a little bit luckless um, along the way, but learning her craft and... Uh, She's done a good job to put a couple of midweek wins together to step up in grade today. And some different form lines present today. And um, there's a couple of horses there that I think have got the score on the board above us. But um, she's progressive and you can't do much more than win. And she's done that at her last two. So, you know, we go to the race with a little bit of confidence that she's going to present well again. And we're going to assess her and see where she sits um, against these horses today. She proves she's adaptable as well when she controlled the race last start. How do you ride her this afternoon? Yeah, look, um, that's a good question, Gareth. Um, the last couple of runs, if I go back three runs ago, she showed a glimpse of um, versatility and hence um, we, you know, we were able to sort of hold a forward position last start and control things. Um, when I say control things, she was second in the run, but she relaxed there, whereas previous to that, she had to be ridden with cover because she would not settle, you know? And, and she's just in the last, say, three runs, I'd say she's just starting to show that little bit of composure and maturity now, starting to sort of get her head around the whole deal. And, in the run today, well, I'm going to leave it up to um, Ethan. We've got the draws. Just it's one of those draws where you do, you don't. There's a speed outside. There's a little bit of speed inside. You just got to let it unfold and, and let um, Ethan be a jockey and do his job. Yeah. Are you enjoying Packetham? It's um, it's it's a premium facility here. Um, I'd say to you that. You know, it's outstanding, and, and the club's amazing. Um, fellow trainers are amazing. Uh, probably should have done the move many years ago, to be honest. But um, in saying that, um, Maui has been exceptionally phenomenal for me as well. Um, the results that I've achieved out of 
that facility and, and, and that establishment um, probably would never be better. Um, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I've just been very fortunate to have nice horses and achieve amazing results out of out of there and big boots to fill. So, um, but there won't be um, it won't be because of the lack of um, facilities. Uh, we've got a better facility and, and more access premium um, surfaces so you know I'd like to think that hopefully we can uh, with the right cattle we can sort of maintain what we've put down on paper to date and, Im- and improve yeah. well good luck to you Pete um, and good luck with here for a good time this afternoon thanks for having us on boys good you, mate. there's Pete Gallagotis there the moonlight gambler's at $10 in race number 5 and um, he's knocking on the door and he's trained by Johnny McArdle who joins us now g'day John Gareth, how are you? Good, thank you, mate. Can you go one better today? Uh, hoping so. I mean, uh, he probably won't know himself. He hasn't been that light in the weights uh, for a long time. You know, he's been carrying 60-plus kilos. He gets in with 52 and a half today, albeit he has to step up in grade. Uh, drawn a gate. Uh, he's a versatile horse. He, uh, you know, he led when he ran uh, just behind Dallas Hand as a three-year-old and... Uh, uh, but I would suggest from that gate, he'll hopefully, uh, with what looks to be a bit of speed in the race, he'll hopefully box seat. And the main thing with him is he won't have the turn of foot of uh, a few of these, but he just seems to keep grinding away and he's very tough. So hopefully with the lightweight, Will can sort of get him on his bike yeah, we haven't uh, seen early enough. Yeah, we haven't seen him at this trip, Johnny, since like the the South Australian Derby behind Russian Camelot. But it sounds like you've been dying to get him out to the twenty five hundred. Well, he to be honest, he had uh, four runs in two years, so yep. uh, uh, you know injury and uh, uh, yeah, he didn't come up after the Derby. And he look, he probably had enough. Uh, it was his third trip to Adelaide in five weeks, and. Uh, uh, he was still an immature horse, so he probably had enough when he ran the South Australian Derby, and he was still there giving him a bit of cheek until sort of about the 150. Uh, Jamie has said the whole time that he can't pull him up after his races at the moment. Uh, Ryan Hinton, his uh, track rider, uh, has been telling me just the further the better, the further the better. So, yeah, we're looking forward to getting him out to this trip. He... Uh, yeah, his last couple, Mike Moroni's horse uh, has probably kicked away for him, but he was grinding away at the finish uh, and coming back. So uh, hopefully the extra trip, albeit having to run against better horses, uh, will have him uh, better suited today. Yep, and soundness-wise this time, in, he's had a, he's put a few runs together now. Yeah, look, uh, to be honest, I've uh, never had the horse eat as well. He's as sound as he's ever been. He... He looked well. He always looked a, a bit of a coat hanger as a, a younger horse. And whilst he's still not a great big hulking bull, he's uh, the best he's ever been. He seems to be in a good space. And, uh, yeah, he's sound. So uh, just uh, nice to get some continuity with him. Uh, and hopefully he'll improve again off today. Us punters know what a great judge you are, Johnny. Um, shall we have something each way on the Moonlight Gambler? I'd, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see him with uh, with luck in the running being the first three. Good luck, mate. You've done a wonderful job with him to get him back. 
Cheers. Thanks, mate. There's John McArdle there. So $10 and $3 each way for the Moonlight Gambler. Here for good times at $10. We also heard from Lindsay Smith regarding that fifth race at Mooney Valley. And Rudy has a $3.90 chance. Um, it's 7.33 with Gareth All This is the first word on this Saturday morning. We'll take a break. And on the other side of it, Mick Bell, Dom Sutton from Team Corstens, Matty Raymond and Ben Brisbane will be joining me. RSM's Race Day and the First Word with Gareth Hall. 7.35, soft six at Mooney Valley, reported by Marty Sidon this morning and this horse, Cyclone Sally. In fact, Mickey Belly loves to train a wet tracker and he's got one here in Cyclone Sally that was winning at Sandown two starts back and she was pretty good at Randwick the other day as well behind Crosstalk, who would be, well, the horse to beat in the feature race there at Rose Hill this afternoon in the Winter Challenge. And Mick Bell joins us now. G'day, Mick. How, you, how have you been, mate? Hi, Gareth. Uh, yeah, I, I've been really good. I... Actually, was on holidays uh, when uh, Cyclone Sally ran in uh, Sydney, uh, and I've come back to. Uh, I've been back a couple of weeks, and I'm back to um, back to the very cold of Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> can Cyclone Sally win today? I think she can, but yeah, uh, yeah she, she's been up a while, but uh, she's freshened up uh, really well from um, her uh, Sydney trip, and. Um, yeah, I'm, um, I think she's got a good barrier and a good jockey and conditions to suit. So, um, yeah, I think she can be in it for a long way. Why has she enjoyed her preparation so much this time in? Um, when I when I got her at the end of uh, last year, she was probably looking for a spell um, then. And um, she'd been up a while, but I gave her three or four runs, found out a few things about her. And um, then she had a good three months in the paddock, and this whole time in, she's come back a different horse. Yeah. Do you have her in front this afternoon? Oh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But if something goes mad, she's, she's shown in her last few starts that she can um, she can sit off them if something else wants to wants to lead that badly. But, uh, yeah, from, uh, from barrier four, hopefully she jumps, and, um, and she's somewhere near the lead. Where'd you go? I hope her? to be in front coming around. The yeah, <laughs> when the whips are cracking, hopefully to be in front, um, past that wedding post. Did you enjoy your holiday? Where'd you get up? Where does Mick Bell go on a holiday? Uh, I went to Thailand for uh, the first time I'd been there for uh, nearly three years. So uh, it was nice and warm over there. Yep. No, it's good to have you back anyway, Mick. Hopefully you enjoyed Thailand, and hopefully Cyclone, Cyclone Sally can get the job done this afternoon. I'm really hoping she can too. Thanks, Gary. Good on you, mate. There's Mick Bell there. Dom Sutton, of course, the assistant trainer to Team Corstens, joins us. Uh, Dom, hello to you. I'm Gawa, represents your stable in race number seven in the three-year-old contest over um, uh, the 1,800, I should say the 1,600 metres. How is Umgawa? Yeah, morning, Gareth. Yeah, he's in, in good order. Um, yeah, can't really fault him at home. Uh, he was obviously pretty good the other day at Flemington and uh, look, he's been up a long time, um, but the horse seems to relish being in work, loves being in the stable, and yeah, I can't see um, see why he's gone backwards. Yeah, he's he's another horse that's just had a, a long preparation, but he, he rarely runs a bad race. Um, and what have you made of those blinkers going on at Sandown? Um, two starts back now, um, they've seemed to have done the trick as well. Yeah, they seem to sort of uh, give him a couple of extra lengths, so. Um, 
yeah, that was obviously pleasing. Um, obviously, he's up to to the mile today, so he's really got to sort of harness his speed early and, and relax. So uh, with those blinkers on, so that will be a key today. If he can sort of relax with them on, um, hopefully he'll he'll show the same finish he has the last couple of starts. And do you think he can do that? Uh, I think he can. It's a, it's a good race for him. Um, he's drawn drawn in barrier three, so he should get a nice run in behind him. Uh, he's obviously got the claim on as well, so he comes down in the weights a little bit um, from Flemington last start. Uh, but it's, it's obviously a very competitive race, and uh, we took him to the valley on Tuesday. He seemed to get around the, the track all right, so uh, fingers crossed he can get a little bit of luck and uh, be hard to beat. And your three-year-old filly, um, no baby, no, steps out in the feature in Adelaide, the Lightning Stakes. How she travelled to Adelaide? Yeah, she's travelled over really well. She's um, she's a bomb-proof filly. Uh, seems to take everything in her stride. Uh, look, it's a bit of a throw at the stumps, uh, but again, she very rarely runs a bad race. She's she's always there or thereabouts. Um, it's a, a, a deep field this weekend, and um, look, if we can nab a little bit of black type, um, she's owned by Sledmere Stud, who who have the mare, so it'll be a big result if we can get that done. Yeah, of course, she's a half-sister to that dual Group 2 winner, Yes Baby, Yes, so if she do get some black type, she um, will be worth a little bit of money. Should we have something at, at 100 to 1, like a dollar each way with Jason Bembro aboard? Yeah, you know what, it, it, it wouldn't be a stupid idea. Um, you know, she's a tough, honest mare, like I said, and um, there looks to be obviously a stack of speed in it, so I think we'll just slot across from, from the wide barrier and take a sit and see if we can uh, have a crack at him late. So, yeah, I wouldn't be afraid to have a couple of dollars each way on her. All right, mate. How's Troy going? Yeah, he's getting better. Um, it's a slow process. Uh, sort of these, these major head injuries, um, you just got to give them time. Um, he was saying to his doctor the other day that he felt great, but, you know, they just told him to slow down and take it easy and, um, yeah, take the time he needs to, to get 100%. But, uh, on the phone with him every day and running through all the horses, so he's still fully involved. But, yeah, it's just going to take a little bit of time until he's fully back on board. Yeah, um, hopefully we see him soon back at the races. Um, he's a wonderful character, terrific trainer, and he's done it tough over the last four weeks, but that's a positive report, so we wish him well. Thanks for that, Dom. Cheers, Gareth. There is Dom Sutton, of course, the assistant trainer to Team Corstens, and Troy Corstens had that nasty bike accident more than nearly close to a month ago now, and, um, yeah, it was tough to, to look at those pictures that were posted on social media by his family, and he's such a, a terrific ambassador as well for the game, um, Troy Corstens, so um, we're wishing him a speedy recovery. Maddie Raymond joins us now because... Her galloper goes around in race number nine, and that's home rule. And I would imagine getting onto a softer track today or a track um, a little bit firmer, a soft six, than those heavy tracks that he's been competing on in recent times will be a big tick. And we're about to find out if I'm right or not. Matty Raymond, hello to you. Uh, you're looking forward to seeing him get into um, or stepping out on a, on a firmer surface this afternoon? Morning, Gareth. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to getting back to the races. He'd had a, had a pretty decent preparation, so uh, he's had a nice little gap between runs and he's on the fresh side, which I do do like him that way. Um, he's got plenty of natural speed and high cruising speed, so uh, he should be able to uh, use that to his advantage on a bit better surface. Yeah, does D-Lane, and geez, your record with Damien Lane, that strike rate um, is enormous. Does he just go forward on home rule and he tries to make his own luck once again from that draw? 
Yeah, he's uh, he's matured a lot this preparation, and he doesn't necessarily have to have to take up the lead. But I definitely expect him to to take up a forward position. Um, there's there's enough speed in the race um, that he'll probably take a hit that chucks him behind it. Um, the barrier doesn't overly concern me. He's a horse that likes a little bit of room. He's a big pre-striding horse, so um, if he can get to the outside of him, which he should from that barrier, um, I think he'll be super competitive. I apologise. I've mucked up my notes. He, he loves a heavy ground, and he gets a soft six today. Um, would you prefer a heavy ground with home rule? I'm not fussed either way. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, uh, I think he's got, like as I said, he's got plenty of natural speed and that high cruising speed, and um, he can u- utilise that on any type of surface, so um, it'll be good to him on top of the ground, obviously, with that bit of a gap between runs um, on a bit better surface, it's not as taxing, so it should suit today. All right, then. Sounds like you're pretty happy with him, Maddie. Yeah, we are. He's just a good, honest, tough horse. You know, he's always going to go out and perform at his best, and um, he was only narrowly beaten last start in a, in a reasonably strong race. They gap the rest of the field, so, um, and like I said, I do like him on that pressure side, so um, he's had a, had a spin around the valley before, and um, I think you'll be super competitive today. Good on you, Matty. Good luck. Thanks, Gareth. There's Matty Raymond. She is a star. $4.80 for home rules, the favourite in that last race. They dominated Hamilton when he was expected to win in that benchmark 64. Just going down at Sandown behind Skywolf the other day um, and, and gets his chance here. Um, he, he gets his chance here to do it again, home rule, and be competitive in that final event. At 7.44, you're with Gareth All This is the first word on RSN Saturday Race Day. We'll take a break and we'll come back and catch up with Philip Stokes and Matty Brown. The Forest Hall. 7.45, we're racing at Mooney Valley this afternoon. There's also racing, of course, at Rose Hill Gardens. We'll have our preview with David Gately just after 9 o'clock. The highlight there, the Winter Challenge. Nadia Horn will go through her better bets for the Interstate Hour after 9 o'clock as well. For Morpherville, with uh, the feature race there, the Lightning Stakes. Eagle Farm in Brisbane, the racing at Belmont as well. Don't forget the Melbourne Form Panel just after 8 o'clock with Warren Huntley. Mark Hunter and David Gately. Nicole Thomas from the Tab will also be joining us. And then race day morning after 10 o'clock. Matty Stewart and Dan Malecki live from the stables of Simon Zara there at Flemington. So looking forward to that show this morning live there at Flemington at Simon Zara's stables there. Race day morning with Dan Malecki and also Matty Stewart. Philip Stokes joins us now to go through his runners in Melbourne and also Adelaide. Hello to you, Philip. Hey, good morning. Um, first of all, your two-year-old filly written swish goes around in that third event. Um, how's she trained on since having that break after a really good effort on debut at Caulfield? Yeah, trained on really nicely. She's not a, she's not a big filly, but she's physically she's uh, strengthened up a bit. And, um, yeah, she's had two jump outs coming into this, and we're happy with her. Can she win? Uh, if they can run on, yes, she can. If it's... Um, if part of a back market that might make it a bit tricky, but you know, on an even on an even field, she's I think her form line she can be yeah good enough to be very competitive. Can today be Whipcracker Ways Day in race nine? Geez, I hope so. He's been knocking on the door. Um, his last run was good. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a definite chance, and he, he's only ever had one go at the Valley and Red really well. So he's he always gives you a show. Um, yeah. All right, then, so that's Whipcrack away. Uh, good each-way chance in race number nine. Um, 
Geez, it looks a nice race for unique artists there in Adelaide in the third over the 1800. It does, yeah. I just looked at that race and I thought the 1800 is the right benchmark for her and you got the two kilos off of Lockie Lloydoff. So uh, her first up run was good, just needed it, blew out late. So she's taken a good improvement and she goes there in good order. Shimino goes around in that second race there in Adelaide as well. Um, hasn't been far away, this son of Seamus Award. Your thoughts there? He'll get back, he'll run on and run a place. Yeah, and Miss Kermy in race number six. One of her maiden good, harder race, but, you know, she's progressive and maybe an each-way chance. All right, mate, what's your best for the day? Oh, obviously, looking forward to Rick Bush going around. Yeah, looking forward to that as well. It's a um, terrific two-year-old Phillies race there at the, the Valley this afternoon. Good on you, Philip. Thanks for your time. Not a worry, thank you. So there's Philip Stokes going through his runners there. Um, ben Gleeson joins us, the assistant trainer to Danny O'Brien. Ben, hello to you. Morning, how are we? Good, thanks, mate. We'll start off with Far Flung in race number four. He won a Cranbourne the other day. He steps up in trip here. Your thoughts? Yeah, he's a horse on the up. Um, he's had three runs at a mile now uh, in preparation to, to step up to 2000. We just wanted that win on the board. And certainly thought his win had a lot of merit there where... We sort of had to take off early and, and make an early run of things, and then it's good to see him put them away. So, um, yeah, we've been looking forward to second, stepping him out. Uh, he had a gallop at Moonee Valley on Tuesday morning and, and worked really well. Um, he got around there nicely, so hoping he's a horse that can step up and, and measure up in Metro Grade now. American Angel, um, third up this prep. Uh, is she the horse to beat in your eyes in that mare's race over the 1600? Yeah, we're certainly hoping so. She's had a good freshen up. Um, we were thrilled with the way she came back in this prep. You know, first up run at Flemington was super, and she just didn't have much luck second up being posted wide and just given too much to do that day. Uh, so we ended up taking her back down to Bow and Heads and freshened her up a little bit. She had a jump out here last week at Geelong and, and did everything we'd hoped for, and you know, she's sort of bang on her winning weight and everything today. So um, if she can get a lovely trailing behind him, she's got perfect track conditions, and I think she picks all the boxes. All right, then. So where do you think Laney will get to from that gate? If she can bounce away cleanly. Um, she sort of it depends what American Angel wants to turn up, but if she can bounce away and put herself there on the speed, we'd like to just try and box feed her with a bit of cover and um, hold her up. And, you know, we saw her win at the Valley when, when they sat and spread she was dominant. Um, but even when there's a tempo, she can. she's very versatile. So, yeah, hopefully we can just be in a forward part of the field and be ready to pounce in the turn. It's a consistent or it's an even three-year-old field, field over the 1,600 metres in race number seven. Nelka Dobes represents your camp. Um, how's he trained on since that Flemington effort? Yeah, really well. He's, uh, he's a big gross horse, so he, he improves a lot out of all his runs. Um, and he just hit the front way too early the other day. If you watch his win at Geelong early in his career, he, when he's held up and, and can run on, he's probably the most effective. So it's all just a bit upside down. And, and I think he run had a lot of merit too. The speed was very hot early and he was in front of the home turn and, and it was a long way home. So if he can get a bit of cover today and, and be held up, um, the horse is in peak fitness condition and everything. So he just needs the right race run to suit. It's a pretty competitive little race too. So um, it'll be interesting to see how he measures up. So some nice chances there at the Valley. What would be your best? Well, probably start with American Angel. Um, you know, the race hopefully can pan out to her favour and she's certainly ready to go third up.
few SMSs coming through. Ben, when do we get to see Western Empire? Uh, that will be left up to Danny and Bob. Yeah. Um, there's no confirmation of that yet, so All right, then. Um, they can make that decision in the next week, and um, I guess they will hear along the lines in the next week or two. Good on you, mate. Good luck. No worries. Thank you. There's Ben Gleeson, the assistant trainer there, to Danny O'Brien. Matty Brown's got a couple of nice chances engaged at the Val, and he joins us now. Hello, Matt. Morning, mate. Um, how's Designer Dreamer going? Um, gets to the 2,000 metres here, and it's been well, he's been consistent of late. Are you happy with him heading to the Valley? Yeah, look, I probably he probably wasn't 100 percent to be fair last start, and I thought he actually run run pretty well considering he, he probably you know he gives me every intention that 2,000 is sort of going to be ideal. He's he's just got to learn to to switch off um, early. So uh, look, he'll probably be even a pair closer today, especially from the inside draw. So. Um, yeah, he's obviously getting in with a nice claim as well, and it's it's a good competitive race. Obviously, a lot of coming out of the same sort of races uh, that have all been sort of running in uh, through the Flemington program. But uh, so, yeah, obviously he's got to got to see out the two thousand. But if he does, I'm sure uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, thereabouts. Yeah, what excuses did he have last start? No, I just don't think he was a hundred percent. He sort yeah. of pulled up a bit shabby, and um, yeah, he's he's sort of really come on since. So. Um, yeah, just just wasn't sure if he was 100 percent himself, and and probably didn't get the right run either. He sort of held up, and he's he's certainly not a sit and sprint horse. He, he's very much a momentum building horse. Um, so hopefully we're going to need a little bit of luck from the low draw today. But um, if you can sort of keep him off the fence and and be able to build and blend when he wants to, then hopefully we'll be able to see him present and get into the race at the right time. The Group Two Alistair Clark winner of last start back in, of course. Um, the autumn is predetermined from your stable. We all know how good he is. Um, can he win first up over the sixteen hundred metres here? Um, oh, look, he's got a little bit against him today, but um, look on ability. Obviously, he certainly could if everything panned out. But uh, obviously, he's got to give him a fair fair bit of weight, and and probably we'll be hoping for a track track upgrade by uh, by race seven. But um, yeah, look, he's yeah obviously his ability is certainly good enough. His mile runs throughout the the spring, you know, in the guineas and stuff like that would certainly have him probably, you know, ahead of, of the field that he meets today. But, um, yeah, he has got a bit against him and he's going to need probably everything to go right. And if it does stay a soft six, um, would you be really concerned with, with that ground first up for him? Oh, not not necessarily. Like, he, it was a soft six in the Australian guineas and he sort of never really got into the race, but he still sort of found the line nicely. I think anything worse than that's probably not ideal for him, but... Uh, yeah, look, obviously he's not screwed down today. We're a long way from the grand final, and uh, yeah, if we can pick up a check today and win, we'd be uh, happy to take the rating points and the and the money. Good on you, Matty. Good luck. Thank you. There's Matty Brown. EJ's got Hello Broadcast engaged there in race nine at uh, Mooney Valley. Dan Malecki, Hutchie, and uh, Matty Hill have got a share in this galloper. So poor old EJ's got to put up with those owners, but he joins us now. G'day, EJ. Good morning, Gareth. Yeah, um, enormous pressure. Enormous. <laughs> um, were you <laughs> expecting that victory at Sandown last start? Hutchie and I, had, uh, we'd hatched up a plan. He'd go to uh, the States. We'd let everyone else know except uh, Matty Hill but, <laughs> uh, that it was uh, it was going. And uh, um, no, it's, uh, all jokes aside, um, the horse. I schooled the horse. We had a plan to uh, freshen him up, and um, I did that and uh, schooled him on numerous occasions. And, and the horse really brightened up and uh, said to the boys, the horse is really well. 
we'll just pretty much see see how he goes. I, I was surprised about the price in that, but um, in saying that, yeah, the horse uh, performed uh, to what what he can do. Yeah, can he win again? Has he continued on that form in your eyes? He he's uh, he's really bright, really bright. He's in a he's in a good space, good headspace at the moment. Um, I can't uh, I, I can't fault him. So uh, if he can um, you know produce what he did the other day, I, I think uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. But um, yeah, can't fault the horse. Really happy with him. All right, I, I like that push for Hello Broadcast and that final event at Mooney Valley. Um, love to get an update on Pinstriped. How is he, mate? Uh, he, he's well, uh, progressing well. He's uh, a lot bigger and stronger now. So um, um, he's uh, he's probably still, uh, you know, at least a month away or so. Um, yeah, I, I won't give too much away, but uh, I'm pretty happy with the way he's progressing. Sensational. Have you set out a plan for him for the spring, or you just want to wait and see how he returns to the track? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the calendar, and um, he, yeah, I'm just seeing how he's progressing. I'm sort of getting down to the, the galloping stage now, and uh, um, as I said, without giving too much away, I, uh, I've got a little bit of a plan there, but um, not, not sure which way I'll go. Okay, I don't want you to give too much away here. This is the last question, EJ. I'll try my luck. Um, <laughs> What's his best trip, Pinstripe? Uh, without giving too much away. <laughs> uh, listen, he's, he's still a bit untapped, so um, yeah, I, I, yeah it, it's, it's difficult to say. He, he's still a little bit immature, but he's a lovely big horse. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he'll get up to 2,000, uh, but uh, I, yeah, at this stage, um, you'd say 1,400. All right, mate. Well, we wish you the best of luck with Pinstripe, but especially with Hello Broadcast this afternoon. Good on you, mate. I hope I didn't give too much away. <laughs> You're a superstar, EJ. Good luck, mate. See you, mate. There's, there's EJ there. What a great character he is. Johnny Maloney's got scorched earth in the Lightning Stakes, which is the feature event in Adelaide. I think it's the best race around the country this afternoon. And uh, she's first up. Jess Eaton rides at $4.20. Let's hear what John has to say about her chances. I'm thinking so, and it's it's out of the box that horse. Um, I, I, you can you can measure her by what she's been able to do, and you, you sort of think she can. Um, uh, and if it's better, well, so be it. But um, I'm hoping it's not, and that we do run to a good form, and that, that she'd be hard to beat. Mate, yeah. So Will Clark and three-year-old, extremely lucky, is the favourite there at four dollars just in front of Scorched Earth. Sean Cosgrove, good morning to you. What are the scratchings looking like there at Mooney Valley? It's got a total of twenty-one. It's fine. Hand the rail out three metres the entire circuit. Soft six today. Race one put out five. Somerset Morm and six Mister Pickwick. Five and six. Second event nine Timbleton. Number nine. The third six Nixie and ten Imps. Six and ten. Race four, five Shadow Hawk, six Delicious Tycoon, eight Portnoy, and fourteen Barbaran. Five, six, eight, and fourteen. The fifth, seven Lord Boozeron, and nine Zafara, seven and nine. Race six Emergencies, fifteen, it's two, and sixteen Pitch and Un, fifteen and sixteen. Race seven, five Cerberus, seven Ocean Raider, five and seven. The eighth, eleven Thought of That, and fifteen Zoltan, eleven and fifteen. 
And race 9, 10 sold the car, 15 dreams and schemes, 17 for real life, and 18 gloves are off. 10, 15, 17, 18. No late scratchings, no late uh, riders. Good on you, Cozzy. Straight after the news with Johnny Bowden, it's the Melbourne form panel. Warren Huntley, Nicole Thomas, David Gately, Mark Hunter will be joining me to preview the Valley meeting.